Welcome to Singing Praise, a program where we talk about our favorite songs about God. This is Gavin. And this is Mikey. Music plays a big part in bringing us closer to God, and we believe that He who sings prays twice. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Gavin. And hello to all our listeners. So the song we just heard is Oceans, Where Feet May Fail. This was written by Matt Crocker, Joel Houston, and Solomon Lighthome. And it was released in the Hillsong United 2013 CD, Zion. And so this song was actually very successful, wasn't it, Mikey? Yeah, this song, this song won Song of the Year at the 2014 Gospel Music Association's Dove Award. And Australia-based Hillsong United took five honors in total at the ceremony, including Artist of the Year. This song spent a record-breaking 45 straight weeks at number one on Billboard's Hot Christian Song Survey. And Oceans, the song, spent 61 non-consecutive weeks in total at the top of this chart. This song was based on Matthew 14, 22-33, the story of Peter being called by Jesus to walk on water. And as we all know, Peter did so, but then temporarily lost faith and started to sink. So he was forced to call on Jesus to rescue him. According to Hillsong United, this song is about stepping into the unknown and a song about faith and trust in the Lord. After learning how to sing and lead this song within our Chinese Catholic communities, many of our peers had a strong connection to the song, especially its lyrics, which are only enhanced by the instrumentation and the arrangement of the music. So Gavin... When did you first hear of Oceans? So I first heard this song at a praise and worship event in Calgary. The theme for the event was related to trusting our Lord and how to build our faith. And I remember at the end of the event, after all the speakers, this song was one of the last songs that was sung. And through the lyrics as well as the beauty of the song, really brought together and emphasized the overall message of the event that night. So let's hear from our songwriters, Hillsong United, as to what inspired them to write the song, Oceans, Where Feet May Fail. So, you know, it's, uh, I love that you, know, you can put something out there, you know, and people can choose to like it, they can choose to, you know, listen to it, they can choose to um, relate to it in whatever way, and really you just never know where it's going to go, but the heartbeat behind all the songs is to connect with people. You know, you just want, whenever we write a song, it's just... You want it to connect people to God, uh, 
somewhere on their journey. So it has to relate at some level. And I think, you know, the reason this song maybe has affected so many people is because it doesn't matter where you are on the faith journey. For somebody who doesn't even have faith in God, um, maybe just has ideas about God or someone who's been on the journey for the longest time and uh, has seen it all, done it all, experienced it all, and is still trying to, you know, figure out everyone's got new levels that we need to go to. And God's constantly drawing us further and further, closer and closer to Him. He wants us to step further and further, deeper into the unknown, because He's got so much He wants to do in and through us. So I think the reason a lot of people have connected with it is because it doesn't matter where you are on the kind of scope of, of life, it's something that can uh, that people can resonate with and it can be challenged by. And so we've had like letters from soldiers, you know, who are you know, serving their country and the songs bless them. We've had letters from people who are, you know, going in for surgery and uh, freaking out. You've got, pe you know, letters from people who are on the edge of stepping into what God's called them to and even people in uh, areas of, you know, inf real influence. And, um, and so, you know, when they say I was listening to Oceans, it just inspired me to want to, like, take a step further in my own walk with God in what I'm doing as far as connecting what I do to the purpose of God. And I love that because I feel like it's what we're all called to. And, so, you know, it's encouraging, you know, I, uh, someone telling me they're in a, a random yoga class, you know, and, and Oceans came on. I'm like, that's cool. Like, occupy all yoga classrooms uh, with worship. So, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. And, and um, you know, our hope is that it continues just to travel and to connect with people everywhere and draw them close to the presence of God. And, and really, uh, the simple revelation that uh, when we trust God, when we step into the unknown, where we go, uh, find ourselves in that place where you have to embrace the mystery of God and the revelation that He is in control, that uh, He never fails. He's not going to start now with you or anybody else. And I think that's just a really liberating place to be. And uh, the end goal is that we find ourselves wrapped up in the presence of our Savior. Uh, so you know, I hope it does the same thing for people everywhere. Matthew 14, 22-33 Jesus walks on water. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Having oceans based on this passage, Gavin, what speaks out to you most about this song? 
So this song is a powerful call to all of us to examine our faith and trust in God. And it's made so much more poignant when we listen to the song after we read Matthew 14, especially as we ponder in our lives the question that Jesus asks all of us, You have little faith, why did you doubt? So for me, whenever I hear this song, I imagine myself actually being like Peter, being called out of the boat to Jesus who's walking on water. And I think to myself, you know, what am I feeling? What am I worried about? What's keeping me from stepping out onto the water? How much do I believe in him? How strong is my faith? For me, I have some very different experience. What I find most beautiful about this song is its ability to put me in a place for God. Even just as the music starts, in my mind, I'm in a place of vastness, by water and ocean. And it's here. Here where I can almost tangibly feel the presence of God, His beauty, His grace. Of course, I can't actually. But it's in this place where I can leave everything aside and simply sing praise and worship God. So the lyrics of this song plays a big part in us being able to praise and worship God, as Mikey says. So Mikey, what part of the lyrics resonates most with you? In all the lyrics, the words that resonate most with me are the ones within the verses. Throughout both verses, the language is very simple. It's easy to understand, and it starts painting a picture. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. It gives us a context as to where we are in our lives, the present, moving toward the future, the unknown where feet may fail. But following these words, and if we're firm in saying that my faith will stand, we sing about God's guiding hand in the second verse, and then my two favorite lines at the end of the verse, which couldn't be more true. You've never failed and you won't start now. For me, the tension and the sides of the equation, if you will, that's highlighted in the verses, has God's solution in the chorus. And the lyrics really bring this out beautifully. It reminds me to call out to God for help when I'm in need, just like how Peter did when he was sinking. And it reminds me to keep my eyes above the waves on Jesus, my Savior, and trust in Him that He will save me from the depths of the waves when I'm sinking. When our troubles get deeper and the oceans rise, I'll trust in Jesus to meet Him out on the water, confident in faith. But the line that hits it out of the ballpark for me is, For I am yours and you are mine. It reminds us of who we are really meant to be and what Jesus is really calling us to be. Why Jesus came down from heaven to save us in the first place. From the Catholic Catechism in line 420, it says, For the Son of God became man so that we might become God. We can be partakers in divine nature. And the most amazing thing about that is that in Matthew 14, Jesus is calling us out of the boat, not just to trust in him with our troubles when we're in trouble and we're, when we're sinking, but he's calling us to be more like him, to be the best version of ourselves, to walk on water just like he can, to be part of his divinity. And all of this we can only achieve with God's grace. So Mikey, I think it's time for On That Note. So this is the part of our program where we talk about how the music, the music specifically, the notes, the rhythms, the dynamics, the instrumentals, all play a part in enhancing the song. The music begins with a hanging chord held in the background with a string instrument, which I, which I believe is a violin, that carries a riff until the verse begins. I feel as though that this musical component gives the setting to the entire song, the hanging chord sounding as though it's played from a distance, 
and the string instruments playing notes that sound like they would have a Gaelic background, so, so Irish, somewhere beside a vast ocean. Um, remember, Hillsong, Hillsong's from Australia though, but um, I believe that this paints the picture that we are by calm water, at least for me. So as the singer begins the first verse, the notes of the melody goes up and down, kind of like what Mikey's saying, like small waves. We hear this in the chord progression of the verse as well, almost creating an effect of gentle waves on the shore and then receding back into the ocean, all adding to the effect that makes us feel like we're by the ocean. The chords of the verse are those of uncertainty because of the minor chords that start it, and as the verses end, the music leaves us hanging without a resolution right before the chorus. The resolution happens following both verses at the choruses, and it's not until here that the song dives deeper into the gospel message and our prayers begin. Throughout the prayer of the chorus, whereas the verse is based on minor chords, the chorus is based on the major chords, and in turn lifting up the song, making it brighter, providing the feeling of hope as we, one, call upon the name of the Lord, two, witness the rising of the ocean, and three, finally, resting in our Lord's embrace. The major chords of the chorus instills in us that our faith in God provides the answers to the doubts, musically created doubts, that were introduced in the verses. Until now, there really hasn't been any, very much percussion. And as the first chorus ends, the full band, including the drums and the bass, now enter, giving a bit more strength to the song. The tempo picks up, and now with the percussion, you can actually hear kind of subtle sixteenths on the snare drum, giving an almost military call to action, if you will. God has called us, and now it's time for us to act. This percussion rhythm continues into the second verse. We hear God's call to action and we're called to explore the reasons for doubt in our hearts. For me, the percussion also mirrors how fast my heart is going after hearing Jesus' call, the call to do something seemingly impossible and how anxious it makes me feel. This rhythm changes to the regular quarter note beat in the, the second chorus and reinforces the idea, as Mikey has pointed out, that our faith in God can settle our nerves and alleviate our fears. To the bridge. When the bridge begins, it quiets from the full band and then just quiets down to the piano and the synth. 
and invites us to take the message of the song even more personally. Up until this moment, I imagined a third-person view of Jesus calling to Peter in the boat, and with this transition from loud to quiet, I imagined the camera now zooming in into the first-person view, really into our hearts, and invites us to take the place of Peter, answering Jesus's call. It quiets down to give room to hear the Holy Spirit within us. When the lyrics begin in the bridge, it's important to focus on the words that complement the piano chords that are played. These emphasized words are spirit, lead, trust, walk, wherever you call, take me deeper, feet, faith, presence of my Savior. And having these specific words fall on or immediately around the downbeat of every chord, it unconsciously makes us focus on these words, words of surrender to God's plan for us, from our day-to-day tasks to our mission in our life. The bridge starts off with a progression on a minor chord, the sixth minor chord again, producing a sense of uncertainty, uh, nervousness as we begin this prayer of surrendering to Christ. But after quietly singing the bridge's minor chord progression three times, the chords change to those similar to the chorus, major chords, giving the sense of resolution and hope again. As we sing through the major bridge now, instead of singing with a plea, now we sing with certainty, with a firm foundation rooted on these major chords that God's got us and that the Spirit will lead me wherever we are called. Even though we only sing the major bridge once before they change back to those starting with the minor chords, we can now continue singing with fervor. Even if there's a looming uncertainty in these minor bridges, from the single major bridge, and added building percussion, this keeps our positive sentiments moving forward, giving us full faith that God will be with us and strengthen us to overcome everything as we go deeper and deeper into the song and into our call. Right there, the song just takes off, and we're walking on water with God's help. And you know, as we were preparing this, both Mikey and I, the image of Moses parting the Red Sea also came to mind, just that shocking image. And you know, God's glory just blows our minds. Oh, Jesus, oh. 
And with that, we go into the final chorus. And as we lift the entirety of our hearts and voices up to God, the song suddenly goes back to a quiet chorus, almost as if Jesus suddenly calming down the raging sea. It reminds us that all this glory all comes directly from God. And it reminds us that all this is possible because we called upon Him in our hearts, going back to the bridge. He's always there when we need Him, and He's always there to give the comfort of beautiful still waters on a sandy beach. For musicians that want to play this song or lead this song, be sure to allow for lots of room for this song to build, starting from the first notes of the song until the bridge end, concluding with the final calmed waters at the final chorus. And most importantly, yeah, don't be scared of silence because with this song, the silence is where the power comes from. And so, Mikey, you know, how can we apply or live out the meaning of this song in our spiritual lives? I believe this song is calling us to surrender ourselves to God.、Uh, that's what the song is really trying to get through.、Um, trust every step of the way, especially when we feel like we're in deep water, bringing ourselves back to be in His presence. Let go and let God strengthen us throughout the journey. Yeah, and this song really speaks for itself. It speaks to everyone differently. So, yeah, it's just awesome. All right, we're going to conclude this episode with an arrangement of oceans. This song that we're sharing now is taken from Hillsong United's "Of Dirt and Grace" album. It's a simpler version, especially if you find it on YouTube, but it has many of the same musical elements found in the original arrangement of the song that we've been sharing throughout our show. So check it out. Enjoy. Oceans rise, my soul will rest in your. 